Hello guys and welcome to episode 11 of Axe in the Future. I'm your host Axel. In episode 11, we are going to be talking to Omar Wasim, who is a fellow podcast host of the amazing podcast 52 Stories and also a photographer, which two subjects that I absolutely love. So I think this is going to be an amazing chat. Welcome, Omar. I hope so. Thanks for having me, Dave. But I'm, I am so happy right now to be having, this is my first guest, second guest under 18, which I love. Ooh, let's go. Means we got, we got some kids, which, which I love not being the only kid in a conversation. So let's start off by, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. So I am based in San Francisco, well, near San Francisco. Um, I do photography. I've been getting into filmmaking and yeah, I host a podcast called 52 Stories. It's on Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere else. Nice. So would you consider yourself a podcaster or a photographer? Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Um, that's a good one. Right now, right now, I would say a photographer. Hopefully in a month, I'll be able to consider myself a, film, a filmmaker just because I'm working on more than a couple of films right now. But yeah, it's between filmmaking and photography for me right now, for sure. All right. I like that. All right. So I think since you can consider yourself more of a photographer, can you tell us a bit about why and when and what age did you start photography? Okay. So this is kind of a long story. The short answer is I started photography um, in fall of 2018, but the longer answer is I started doing YouTube. Then I quit YouTube. Then I started editing for other YouTubers. Then I quit doing that. Then I started watching like filmmakers on YouTube. So I decided that I could be like, quote unquote, a vlogger. Then I quit doing that. And then I started photography and that stuck. That I think is the best thing with starting young is at my current age, let's say we get to 21, which is, you know, an average age for, you know, the, the cool poppin' kind of photographers like right now, sure. like seventh era and all the others. Um, so that's the thing I think is great about being young and starting young because let's say we go to age 21, which is like Liam, Mike's and Hayden's age who are kind of popping or going really well in the, the filmmaking photography industry. If I right now was to do three years of photography, three years of filmmaking, and let's say three years of vector art or design that brings me there sure. so that's that's about nine or ten years of experience which i think is the best bit about starting young because you can experiment so much and i think that's the reason why it's really good to start young and it sounds like when you started doing your vlogging and stuff you were relatively young which which i really love seeing seeing people start young right it's funny you mentioned that because i personally i am used to being called younger by other people but you've kind of gone ahead and taken that to a whole other level at 12 years old but yeah I think what you were mentioning is one of the kind of things that I'm trying to quote unquote live by basically the gist is if you have if you're juggling let's say 10 balls and you drop four of them you still have six that could you know you still have six cards that you could play um so yeah I think it's all about experimentation eventually something's gonna stick right yeah, totally. I, I agree. There's a lot of things that I think every filmmaker photographer has tried that hasn't worked out to get to where they are today. So like, sure. um, unless you are extremely lucky, I don't reckon something can go perfect on the first time, like sticking it 
Like, you Definitely. can't pick up a camera and then post every day for five years and then just stick with it. Like, I feel like you kind of have to, you know, stop and start a bit before you actually start, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's ups and downs to everything, right? Nothing's yeah. linear. I totally agree. So, as you said, you're currently in the midst of, you know, doing a lot of kind of entrepreneurial stuff, doing... Sure you know, helping, doing tons of stuff in the world. Can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. So, yeah, I, again, like what I was saying earlier, if I try to do, um, I try to keep as many things going on as I can, just because I know a lot of them are going to fail, but that means at least one or two of them should end up sticking. So apart from doing my podcast and my uh, photography kind of adventures, I am getting into filmmaking a lot more. Last December, I got hired to shoot a documentary in Morocco, and that was like 500 gigabytes of footage, but um, it's, it's coming out. It's coming out this summer, I guess. Um, on top of that, let's see, what else am I doing? Oh, uh, when I went to Morocco, I got a kind of informal contract, but basically I have connections now to people who are manufacturing leather jackets. And right before Corona started, I was having like meetings and you know a bunch of calls and things to set up a leather jacket company and right now we got past the design and we're working on the actual manufacturing but then a, a dude had to eat a bat so now we're just kind of we're just kind of waiting until this whole thing dies over like can we just go back to the documentary for a second what did sure. you shoot the documentary on and how was that process okay that's a good question um so let's rewind a little bit before to i think around october or november um, so I'm Muslim and a lot of the stuff I do has that kind of influence in it. So I was working for, I guess you call it like a scholar in my Muslim community. And I was managing his, 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 um, his social media and I was doing a lot of filming for him. He organized a tour to Morocco and he had like, we set it up with uh, like a travel board in Morocco. And there were a lot of people who signed up to come and they like broke the, they, they sold out pretty fast. And he asked me to come along and take photos for like, just to take photos of like a group tour basically. But then I upsold him on it and we kind of talked and we agreed that it would be great to film an entire like documentary of moving through Morocco, just because we got to experience so many different things. Like at one point we were in a public shower, which is like half the size of your house, but it's just an entire bath where there's like seven or eight old people scrubbing each other. <laughs> which is like it it sounds terrible but you know in in actuality like when you go and actually um experience it or whatever it it seems less than what it sounds because you know those guys don't have like working showers in a lot of uh a lot of locations but yeah i'm getting ahead of myself there another thing we did was we ended up riding camels in the sahara desert to sleep in tents overnight um but yeah it's just things like that which made us like we should definitely film this so we can tell the story. Yeah. So since you're, uh, you were, I'm guessing you were like 15, you might've been 16. No, I was 16. Time. Yeah. Was did 16. you go solo or did your family come with you? I went solo. Um, I, I just kind of had to sign a bunch of forms, which was essentially signing my life away or my parents had to sign my life away basically. And the scholar that invited me on actually convinced them. Originally I wanted to go as part of the tour as part of, as like a member. My parents said no. Um, but then the scholar like called them and convinced them to let me come and he took responsibility and we did a bunch of paperwork and I went alone. So how long were you there for? 
uh, two weeks and I think nine or 10 cities. Wow, that would have been so much fun. I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. Is there, is there anything else going on that you're currently working on that you'd be interested in letting us, the viewers, know about? Um, you see, the thing about like starting stuff is there's a lot of like secrecy. I don't want to oversell anything, but you know, there's like a lot of um, secrecy. There's definitely a few NDAs. Um, but one of the things I guess I can mention is I am working on, oh God, I don't want to say this. Yeah, I'll say it. I'm working on an app with a few dudes. One of them is my best friend. And one of them is a guy that I met through photography. His name is Ethan. He's, you know, at some shots on Instagram. A lot of people know who he is surprisingly. And we kind of just, we all hit it off whenever, like we all met at our like separate times and we're all working on an app together. And I, you know, I'm gonna have to check with them to check if like we can say this or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we're fine. All right. So if you guys just heard that, there's some exclusive information for you. Um, so there are a lot of people, I think, uh, around my age that would look to be Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can, I, can I mention, can I mention one more thing? I want to kind of clout yeah. someone. Yeah. Okay. And then another thing, which I kind of more, I started doing a little bit more recently there, there was an ad essentially that was posted on Instagram and how do I put this? A, a company was basically asking its followers. Uh, it, it's a company that's based in like my Muslim community and they were asking people uh, whether the, if they wanted to get hired as like a, uh, as a marketing specialist, I think is the term. So basically they were looking for people with photography and videography. And I had, I think eight or nine people send me that, that story. They're like, yo, you should apply for this. And um, I guess since so many people told me to, I just kind of went for it. I did the interview and I've been working there for a bit now. And dude, it's, I, it's, it's amazing. It's definitely one of the most, um, most fun jobs I've had because you know i've had a fair fair amount of, of jobs in in the last year or two it's like it's a lot of creative control and they're super i want to say um supportive of like the the things that i do that aren't actually related to their work directly um and yes yeah, the first time i've actually like genuinely liked every single person like in the office it's a great environment Bro, that's, yeah, that's what i'm doing right now that's awesome i this is I think at about where you are now is where I want to be when I'm around 16, you know, shooting for some people, working for some people, hopefully still got a podcast running. Like I hope so. You, you actually really, I, I actually never knew like all this stuff about you until we up on the podcast and I'm, I'm actually really inspired by you. And I think a lot of our viewers would love to be in a position that you are now. So if you could give any tips to where, uh, like to tips to be able to get to where you are at this current day for what you've done, what would they be and why? Okay, uh, first off, I'm very flattered and humbled. Thank you so much. Um, and the second thing, I guess there's, there's this concept that has been kind of running around in my head for the past two-ish years. Um, so you know high school, it comes with a lot of drama if you're unlucky. Yeah. And let's just say that I was super duper duper like unlucky. So from that, I, I, I definitely had my share of drama. And out of that came, uh, basically, I learned how to separate myself. And this is going to sound so cliche, but I learned how to separate myself from whatever I was feeling just because I would have a lot of things going on in my head. 
And I needed to learn how to kind of separate myself from that. And I know a lot of people talk about this in like their own different ways, like Hayden Pedersen, who you've had on your podcast, great podcast, by the way. Um, he mentioned that you should just kind of, uh, the idea of just doing regardless of how you feel or whatever. And I think that's helped me a lot. Uh, just being able to separate myself, uh, of being able to separate who I am from what I do, because you're going to fail. Like, especially if you're trying to do whatever you can in the least amount of time possible, you're going to fail a lot. And as long as you're not letting those failures affect you, eventually you're going to reach summit, right? Yeah, I totally agree. So if you could go back to age 12 and give yourself some advice to help you along the way, what would it be? Hmm, that is a good question. Man, I should start including this question in my podcast, huh? Um, okay, so I think there are two things. The first thing is it's completely okay to do things alone um, relying on people is that like people apart from your family is going to get like, you nowhere. Um, I know a lot of times when we try to start things where we go to our friends, we're like, Hey, you want to start this like business with me? Or do you think it would be a good idea to start this or that? And what's going to happen is people usually won't share the same enthusiasm for that project that you do, which means it'll fizzle out. So I think being able to kind of ride solo, if you know what I mean, and then the second thing I would say is to not worry too much about goals, just because they're going to be changing super often. Like when I started doing YouTube, it was to become a vlogger. I, I want nothing to do with that right now. Um, when I started doing a podcast, it was literally just so that I could end up with followers, which was a terrible reason to start a podcast. And I guess, you know, when I started filmmaking, I wanted to be like Sam Calder. But the thing is, if I had based myself and judged myself based on those goals that obviously take a lot of time to work towards, I would just basically have this feeling of self-loathing. Whereas um, if you focus on yourself and like the habits that you're building, um, which is a concept that's talked about in Atomic Habits, it's a book that I read. It, if you're focusing on the habits instead of the goals, not only will you be more likely to succeed, you'll be more likely to be happy when you succeed. And yeah, I mean, I take a lot of inspiration from books. I think you can either take inspiration from traveling or reading. Traveling is not too accessible for me, so books are where it's at. I like that. I, yeah, I like your approach to that. So um, a subject that I usually always have in my podcast, I don't know if you've listened to any, it's called Spin the Wheel. So Ooh, I was looking forward to this. I, I have my virtual Spin the Wheel sitting here, and I am going to ask you some relatively quick fire questions. They are very, very random. If you have listened to the Hayden one, it displays I, the randomness yeah. um, and his shock when I told him about the randomness. And so here we go. Let's spin this. Let's wheel. do it. All right. What is the favorite city you have ever been to? Is the Sahara Desert a city? Let's go with the Sahara Desert. Let's call that. I, I like that. I, I want to go there one day. One day, I'm going to go <laughs> I there. I don't know if it's a city. Oh, God. Get, get one of those, like, camel shots. The boom. I love it. Boom. <laughs> the boom. That, okay. New, that's the title for the podcast. Boom. That's a terrible title. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> All right. Oh, then we go next, <laughs> next question. What is your favorite smoothie? Huh. Okay. I've heard this one before. Um, let's go with Neapolitan. Oh, that's not a smoothie. Oh God. I was going to say Neapolitan. Then I realized that was a milkshake. 
Um, smoothie. Let's go with mango. I love mango. Mango. Mango is so nice. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna make nice. myself a mango smoothie after we finish this podcast. Awesome. Ages. All right. Anyway, but back to the <laughs> point. Um, what is Random your favorite indeed. photography memory or filmmaking? Any of that? Um. Well, in the beginning of the school semester this was my last year in school but in the beginning of the semester i went with my friend for sunrise and right after that we went straight to class and we did that right before coronavirus happened actually no wait we did that two shoots before uh so no not that one oh i got to shoot bernie sanders um yeah i'm just gonna leave that there i got to shoot bernie sanders and it was like a week or two before the coronavirus and quarantine and lockdown so it was like a great last memory, I guess, of shooting right before everything got locked down. Yeah, I like, I like the aspect of that. You guys are opening up a bit more down in SF, aren't you? Uh, yeah, we are. I mean, we had, I think, Lassen just opened up this week and then it closed like a few days after because they were instantly hit with corona cases. So I don't know if it's the right move to open up right now. But yeah, people are loosening up for sure. My friends are shooting yeah. again. Okay, we're going to go on to the next question. And it is, what is your favorite food? Mm, that's a hard one. The Indian me wants the Indian in me wants to say biryani, which is like, oh god, God, is it basic to say pizza? I don't even like pizza no. that much. Just, just hey, choose your favorite food. It okay, let's go. First thing that comes to mind, chow mein. Let's go with that. Why? Why do you like that? I just, I just do. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I just whenever, whenever I get the chance, we just we used to go out for Chinese or or even Thai when I was like a lot younger. The so, flavors. I, I, flavors <laughs> all right next question what is your favorite quote hmm. that's a good one we think man i know so many quotes and none of them are coming to mind like specifically right now i have one written down let me let me go grab it oh okay um one of them is it is the same one i used to end my graduation speech it's something it goes something like there is no beginning there is no end there is only the passion of life i think that's what it is i like and, you know, that yeah, I mean, I feel like people are just, or not people, but I feel like sometimes we can get too focused or too wrapped up in where we want to be at a certain point that we forget to realize where we are in the moment. And yeah, yeah it's just the passion of life. Super cliche, but it means something. Okay, I like that. Oh, we're going to move on to the next one. And it is, what is your worst photography, videography, podcasting mistake that you've made? Oh, God. Okay, so are you aware, are you like, are you familiar with the BART train? No, I'm not. Okay. So basically in California, there's a, a train called the BART train. And basically it's known for being kind of shady. Like, you know, like um, a lot of, how do I say this? Um, maybe not the safest people. And it has a reputation for being shady. Um, my friends and I got on the BART train last year and we had our cameras out. And there was a dude, oh God, I don't know if I should say this. Okay, so there was a dude doing drugs, basically. Um, <laughs> wait, can I say this? Yeah, is okay. Your pod- yeah. Okay, it's, can it's I? Okay. okay, so yeah, the BART train is a train in, that goes to San Francisco and like all over California or the Bay Area. And it's known for being shady with like shady people and things like that. So when I went on the BART train to San Francisco last year, I was with two of my other friends and we were filming a scene where I would walk onto the train. So we all had our like DSLRs out and in the corner right next to where we sat, 
was a guy who was, he was high. He was like, I was on crack or something. So what happened was we were taking photos of each other and he, I was on one side of the aisle. They were on the other side of the aisle. And I was on the same side of the aisle as the guy who was on crack or whatever. So what happened was he dropped a, like a baton thing and it rolled a little bit. And my friend asked me, he was like, yo, should, should you pick that up and give it to him? And then a guy sitting next to us was like, nah, that's what he gets for doing crack on the BART. The guy throws his jacket off. He's like, who do you say is doing crack on the BART? And, um, and we just kind of ignored him. And that, that made him mad. So he, like, he pulled out a switchblade or a knife and he jammed it like, in, like right, next, right onto the seat next to him. He's like, I said, who did you say was doing crack on the BART? And, uh, or no, who did you say was doing crack? And then right after that, the train hit a random stop. It wasn't our stop. And I motioned to them. We all ran out of the train. No, we walked out of the train. Then we ran all the way to the front of the train and got back in. So I'd say my biggest mistake, and I've done this more than once, is just not being aware that I should not have my camera out. Yeah. I, okay, so uh, that was very interesting photography thing. I, I, okay, that, that adds a bit of... It's barely a photography memory, but it, it, the whole reason it happened was because of cameras, so I guess it counts. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you have to count that. So we are going to go on to, let's see what we get here. What is your favorite book? It's somewhere between Atomic Habits, um, The Subtle Art. Uh, I'm not going to yep. finish that because I know your podcast is PG. PG by Mark Manson. And then there's another one. It's called How to Turn Down a Billion Dollars. I think you might not have heard of the last one, but you've definitely heard of the first two. Yeah. Um, so the subtle art, uh, the subtle art is a book for those of you who don't know about worrying less about self-help and worrying more about being content with where you are, like in the moment. Uh, Atomic Habits is a book about um, building your habits and, like I said before, focusing less about goals and focusing more on, you know, gradual increases. And then this, uh, I think, is how to turn on a billion dollars. It's a story. It's super in depth about this, the beginning of Snapchat. So like from the time they were in their college to the time the one of the co-founders sued the other guy to the time they started, uh, Mark Zuckerberg basically started um, coming at them. And um, it's just a super good book. Um, you learn a lot about it from like an entrepreneurial standpoint. I might give that a read then. Definitely. All right, we are going to finish off with one last question. Let's what go. is your dream camera setup? Ooh, okay. Well, I one feel like everyone else. Your life. One lens. One setup. Okay, I feel like I have to mention this just because if I don't, like, I feel like I have to mention this. Gear doesn't matter. You've heard it a thousand times. I'm sure mm. someone else has said this on your podcast. Yeah. But if I had one camera, I would say the EOS R uh, with an RF or ES R5 now, right? Because yeah. it's technically released. The EOS R5 with the RF 15 to 35. And, um, dude, you could do a lot of damage with that camera. Yeah. Well, in both yeah. photo and video. Um, yeah, I know a lot of my friends who are listening are mad at me for not picking Sony, but yeah. uh, sorry guys. <laughs> um, I'm because I'm got, was very lucky to work with Ted's cameras and they were very nice to give me a Sony. My, my setup is 100% Sony, but, um, Wait, I, let, me, let me steal your podcast from you for a second. What okay. is the story behind you getting like a Sony sponsorship or whatever you want to call it? Okay, so it's, uh, we're just going to close out to everyone that thinks it's a Sony sponsorship. It is not. I am basically in this program called Ted's Young Guns. Um, 
which entries closed today, but I really hope you guys have signed up. Um, it means a lot to me because I'm don't want to be the only one in it and they're going to be selecting some more like next month. And I believe I might be able to help with it. Um, and it's basically about getting more of the younger generation to start photography, which is one of my dreams in life. My dream is to one day at 40, 50 years old, however old I am, I don't care to inspire people that are roughly my age now to want to get into photography and wanting to create. So that's, that's my awesome. dream. And that's kind of the motto behind Ted Young Guns. And then they were, they were very nice. Uh, Sony kind of helped partnership with that and were very lucky to give me a, a seven mark three, but I, which I will forever be grateful for. But um, on an honest note, I used to be a Canon guy and I loved the EOS, even though I've never owned one. But um, yeah, before we wrap up, I just want to say one thing, which is my ending for every single podcast. If there, do you know anyone that you think would fit on the podcast that you could get me in contact with? Dude, honestly, since I started my podcast, I've had a good amount of people DM me or like be willing to join. So what kind of like niche are we looking at? Like photographers, you want like rappers, TikTokers? I guess something a bit different other than photography, if you know what I mean? Like TikTok, I'm happy yeah, with I think that's a good rappers, move. Anything. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. I know one guy, his name is Sammy Shiplick. He is amazing at rapping. And I will, I'm actually filming an episode with him soon. Um, I can try to get him on and if he's too busy, um, let's see, I think tomorrow I'm filming an episode with Josh Gallo media. Yep. And from what I seen, like we had a, a zoom call once, he seems like a super chill dude and he has a lot of like good stories too. So I'll try to, I'll try to, uh, shoot him over to you as well. I right, awesome. That means a lot to me. Thank you very much. So for before sure. we wrap up, I just want to say massive thank you for joining and taking your time. I might have joined this. Do you want to say your Instagram handle and your podcast handle? Sure. I mean, first off, thank you so much for having me. This was the first time I got interviewed on a podcast. It was definitely a fun experience. My Instagram is at Omar M. Wasim and my podcast on Spotify and iTunes, like everywhere, basically. It's called 52 Stories. It's a weekly podcast where I basically just interview creators about you know, the personal life, um, you know, the backstories, the behind the scenes of their processes. I just interviewed Axel right before this. So you should definitely go check out that episode. I'm not sure if it's going to be up by the time this one goes live though. The, the link will be in my Instagram bio when it comes up though. So let's go. Yeah. You'll be able to get to it straight away. Thank you guys so much. If you made it to the end of this podcast, I would really appreciate if you flick me a DM, let me know if there's any tips for the podcast and just let me know which one you enjoy the most and some stuff like that. If you DM me and, you know, help me out with something, help me get a guest, I will mention you in a podcast, which I don't know if you'd want that, but uh, maybe you do. <laughs> it's going to be sure worth to, a lot one day. Make sure to follow my socials, 56th Grid. Uh, and I hope you guys have a ripper of a day. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. We out. Peace.